Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the TNT Podcast. As always, it's your boy, Tyler Layfield, joined by my co-host, Therese Finney. What's up, Therese? What's going on, brother? How you doing today, man? Look, hey, another day, another dollar. We're getting ready to start. Hey, starting the week off great. Um, you know, just constantly training, man. I'm look, it's, it's getting close. I mean, oh, yeah. five weeks away, six weeks to fight week. So it's crazy. I, I'm, I'm excited, man. Time go by so fast. I, I truly tell you, but yes, mm-hmm. I'm excited. Can't wait. Um, and yeah, we got a lot of teammates fighting, um, as we have already previously had on the show, Greg, Greg Hopkins, he's so fighting I'm talking uh, trash. So I'm talking the trash. Yeah, stories. him and Nick Martino. Uh oh. Yeah, Nick Nick has already beaten one of our guys named uh, Dalton Smith. He's he's uh, beaten him, but he beat him in his first ever amateur fight. It was Dalton's first ever amateur fight. It was Nick's seventh amateur fight, and uh, yeah, Greg is getting ready to. You know, they're now they're both pros, but you know they both done went through the ranks over the past few years, and. Now they're finally aligning. This time is right, and there's it's a big time fight, man. It's gonna be here in Chattanooga, so y'all make sure y'all get your tickets. Come on to down to Chat Town. Are you, so y'all are the same night, you and we Greg? are. We are the same night. That'd so it perfect. is basically perfect. I'm about to say it's basically currently my uh, basically my hometown right now. You know, so I, I live here in Chat, so I'm at it's basically a hometown thing for me. Um, also, as we know. May 15th is also the UFC. Uh, Charles Oliveira versus Michael Chandler. That'll be fun. Also, Nate Diaz versus Leon Edwards. Also, Tony Ferguson versus Benil DeRouche. So, I mean, bro, you're talking about an incredible, Stack. and I mean incredible fight card. Uh, I'm excited, man. Can't yeah. wait. Yeah, Can't I'm just wondering how we're going to juggle all these at once, man. I know. So, I mean, <laughs> hey, hey, look, look, if you come down, you need a place to crash. Hey, look. hey we first got, and we foremost, got it's your fight. That's what I care about most. First and foremost, that's, that's yours. <laughs> oh, yeah, we, we 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 understand what we're battling with. But, you know, we'll, we'll be done way before the uh, UFC fights. Yeah, uh, I, I talked to Tim. Tim, Tim is not going to schedule that many fights on a car like this. Knowing that you got a UFC car early, yeah. late on that night, he's not doing that. So it's smart it's going to be exciting all the way around. It's going to be smart exciting man, all the way smart man. Well, mm-hmm. Torres, before the show, or it's actually a couple, you know, hours ago, it feels like that it happened. But we had some breaking news in the NFL. Yes, we did. Um, yes, we a did. big trade went down. A guy that I've been high on really uh, since he's been drafted, or really since I, I watched him. Um, in the Rose Bowl uh, when he played for the Trojans. But Sam Darnold, the Jets have parted ways with him. They traded him away to the Carolina Panthers for a 2021 six-round pick and a 2022 second and fourth-round pick. So all together they get three picks out of the deal. Um, instant reactions here. What what is What are your thoughts? Um, it is surely an instant reaction, man, um, because, you know, we've already done our uh, draft show, basically our mark draft show. And uh, when we did this, you know, we speculated on uh, whether or not the Jets would take a quarterback. And since they had Sam Darnold, we kept skipping over them on, well, they're not taking a quarterback. So, boom, that can, if in all honesty, help the Atlanta Falcons to allow them to be able to pick a quarterback later on, you know, 
right there being at the fourth pick. But now this is changing up everything. It really yeah. does change up everything. Because I just said this guarantees the first three picks of the NFL draft will be um, quarterbacks. Will be, uh, uh, quarterbacks. Yes. Yeah. I can get it out. <laughs> but, yes, the first, the first three will be quarterbacks. Um, overall, uh, I've been, you know, constantly looking and making sure, uh, seeing what could the Falcons do in the, in the long run. But I think, and like Tyler's already said, you know, before the show, that the Falcons are going to uh, potentially looking at trading back, yeah, uh, trade down a little bit. So that'll be a really interesting thing to look at as well. But yes, Trevor Lawrence, Jacksonville, Jets. I don't know, but I ain't gonna lie to you. I'm leaning to a little uh, 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 Wilson, uh, Zach Wilson, mm-hmm. or you got a potential Mac Jones or Justin Fields. Uh, Justin Fields. So, Lance, and then basically, whoever – now, I, I there's been a lot of good things about Trey Lance that have been said, you know, and he look, he did look good in his pro day. He did. Well, the thing about Trey Lance, you know, you have to sit here and think about this. I mean, he did play at the FCS level. And playing at the FCS level, I mean, you have to also throw in the fact that sometimes the competition. But he did play at the highest level in the FCS level. He's basically was at the Alabama of um, FCS. Yeah. But I, I have to see more because he was more of a running quarterback. I mean, their system was more traditional. It is more based like NFL. It was a pro-style offense. Sometimes too tight end, sometimes too full back. It was a little different of an offense, but it never it didn't require much of a receiving course. You didn't have to throw much being in the North Dakota State offense. They had offensive line, they had the tight ends, they had the fullback, a lot of short throws, a lot of running the ball with the quarterback and the running back. It's gonna be interesting to see. He could go to the 49ers, but I'm thinking Shanahan is looking for more for a passer. Yeah, I mean, that's what negated him with Garoppolo. Garoppolo wasn't. That guy. I mean, he was no. good. And don't take nothing wrong. Garoppolo was good. Great first I mean, season, please. Yeah. He, I will tell you this. He was that type of guy to basically don't lose you the game. You know, he wouldn't lose you the game. That's one thing you're not going to do. You're not, he's not going to try to lose you the game. Sometimes no. he would throw some bad picks. But he was a game manager, in my opinion, rather than a guy that went and took the game away. He wasn't yeah. that type of guy. So it'll be interesting to see because that 49 defense is still good. Um, they got a good receiving core. So if you can get a Mac Jones, you can get a Justin Fields, or you can get a Wilson. Bro, I'm telling you, man, Zach Wilson, the sky's the limit uh, for the 49ers. So yeah. it's going to be interesting to see. Okay, yeah. I um, I kind of agree with you there. I think they're definitely looking for more of a passer. Um, the word on the street is that, you know, it's definitely it – will, it looks to be like Mac Jones is the leading man here. For the 49ers, it looks like they traded up to kind of go after him is what people are kind of, you know, leaning toward that narrative. Um, so it would be cool to see, you know, that fit in San Francisco. Um, you know, Mac Jones with a great offensive mind like Shanahan, you know, getting those two together. I mean, you go from Sark to Shanahan. That's a pretty good transition, you know, over to the NFL with those. So that means Zach Wilson you know, is going to the Jets, then. That's what it kind of seems like. That's what it. That's what I'm kind of – that's what I'm kind of looking at. And then, you know, and, you know, either way, somebody good should be around for the Falcons, but it just doesn't look like the Falcons are really going to go for a passer. And no, I, I kind of hate it. I don't think this is the worst possible position that Atlanta could be in because they still probably could trade back. 
But imagine what kind of trade assets they could get if they just held that number two or that number three pick. Because it looks like everybody and their yeah. mom is just trying to get one of those top three quarterbacks. Because they and, know. Yeah, and it's, you know, maybe they'll be able to pull something out. We'll see. Maybe they can hoodwink somebody into jumping to number four. Um, you know, and maybe they can move back and still pick up some draft assets, you know, still get a good guy, and, you know, get better along the way. So we'll, we'll see what goes down, you know, with that. But what do you see in this trade as far as – so we, we talked about the Jets are going to go with a quarterback here. Now yeah. let's look at the other side of this trade. We got the Panthers who now have Teddy Bridgewater and Sam Darnold. Obviously, they didn't have to pay a whole lot for Sam Darnold. I mean, you talk about a six-round pick, a second-round pick, and a fourth-round pick for a guy that I think still has a ton of potential. I'm, I'm, Dude, I'm not jumping off this ship just yet. I still got some stock in Sam Darnold. I don't know about you. I still got some stock in him. But, but I mean, yeah, what do you see here from the Panthers' side of the ball? Well, when I look at the Panthers, uh, I mean, I really don't know what much the Panthers really got. You know, uh, mm. I think I think Sam Donner increases, you know, their team overall. I think they're a better team because they do have him now. Yeah. But um, I, I look at them boys and, I mean, yes, you got Christian McCaffrey, okay? That's the man. Robbie Anderson, DJ pretty Moore. Good. Yeah, pretty good. Uh, you know, and then you got to remember, you got your new head coach, yeah. uh, Robert Saleh. So they got a team. They got a, you know, they got a pretty good defense. Derrick Brown, you know, Shaq Thompson. Um, yeah, Soleil, no, so it's Soleil, Soleil's in, uh, or Sala, or however you pronounce it, he's in, he's in New York, right? You, the, the Jets, right? Yeah, for, for the Jets. Oh, yeah. What I'm thinking, I'm so sorry. I was, exactly what I was thinking. I wasn't thinking right. Yes. Um, uh, the, that, the uh, former coach for Baylor is, yeah, uh, Baylor, uh, Carolina. Uh, um, what's his name? Uh, what is that son's name? But uh, yes, we, we know. <laughs> yeah, I know who you're talking about. And it, it ain't Browse, it's the, the other guy. And then they Matt got Joe, Rule. Matt Rule. Rule, yeah. And then they got Joe Brady as the officer coordinator. Yeah. Joe Brady yeah. as officer coordinator. So they do have a hey, that's gonna be pretty nice to see Brady and yeah. Darnold together. And um, so I mean, you look at the Panthers, and then I mean you see you also gotta think. See, when I also think about a team, I think about what they could potentially do the next following season, and then I, and the way I judge that's based off of one of the division. Well, they're not in one of the best divisions to be in. I mean, you got Tampa Bay Super Bowl champ, the Saints, whatever the heck they're trying to do. Um, you know, whatever. I think they're still going to be good. I don't think they're going to be that that top-tier Saints team that would be contend for a Super Bowl every year. Yeah. But I think they'll still be a good team. And Atlanta, I think Atlanta now is the, the second-best team in the NFC South. So, I think they're right there. So, um, Sam Donald does make that team better. That might allow the Panthers to split with some of those teams. I mean, I think he's the a great piece to go to Carolina. I think he'll be a really good quarterback. I think he finishes. He's going to be one of those guys that be that top-tier guy for Carolina that'll make them back a playoff team. I truly believe that. They get some yeah. more pieces around them. I think this is a good I think this is a good thing for um, the Panthers. Instead of, you know, I really do. I really do believe this is mm -hmm. a really good pick for the Panthers. So, I'm excited to see. Yeah, and they didn't have to pay up much. Like I said, I, feel, I felt like they kind of got him for cents on the dollar. And like I said, I still believe in that potential, man. I'm telling you, he sold me. In that Rose Bowl against, I believe it was Penn State. Uh, that what a you know is a great game. I, I don't know, man. He just put on a show. I loved what I saw, and I was I was in love with him from there, bro. I, I was sold on Sam Darnold possibly becoming something. I just don't think he had the right team or organization around him in uh, the New York Jets. It just it, things just didn't quite run right. 
ever since he was kind of drafted there. It was never a great supporting cast, it felt like. So I'm not going to judge him off of, you know, those seasons just yet. So I, I'm interested to see how Carolina does this. And, and we're going to see what they end up doing with Teddy Bridgewater now, too. I mean, um, yeah. is he now on the block? I mean, what, what are we planning on doing with him as a Carolina Panther fan? You know, he gets traded. He gets he gets traded or let go. I mean, or they could have him as a backup. They could, hey, I, maybe a team that could be interested. I mean, should Jameis not work out? Should Taysom Hill maybe not work out? I don't know. Teddy was once a saint, man. Teddy was once a saint. I, I, I am. They let him. They let him go once they got Jameis. They're not. They're not. They're not. I, guess I don't, right. I guess I don't see right. them going back for that. But I will say this: the Panthers don't have to waste them. They're the eighth overall pick. Now they have to worry about no quarterback. Now they said their top needs are offensive linemen, a DB, a receiver, a safety, tight end. I hey. You know, Devontae Smith. Kyle Pitts, still anybody? Kyle Pitts, Jamar Chase. Kyle. Well, Devontae Smith. I don't know. Kyle Pitts. I'm not going to lie to you, man. Pitts is going to go top five or top six. He, he, like he's that. going early. He, yeah, he's, he's going early. He, if, Miami, if Miami doesn't get, well, I don't know. It depends on what the Bengals do. I don't think they're going for a tight end like that. I think they're going for offensive linemen. They're they going to get off. Yeah. Pitts. Somebody somebody did a graphic, bro. It was cracking me up. They said it was like a graphic. It said on the top, it was like Joe Burrow, um, good offensive line, and then it said anybody as a wide receiver. And it showed something <laughs> happening. And then it showed Joe Burrow, anybody on the offensive line, and him getting sacked, and then a really good like Jamar Chase is his wide receiver. So receiver, they, yeah. they need to they need to beef up that offensive line. That, that's you're sure. right. I, I think they're truly going after offensive line, either going for the Oregon guy, offensive line or the guy from Northwestern. They're getting one yeah. of the two. And then it just depends on what Detroit or uh Miami does, because I think both of those right now, both of their number one things are wide receiver. Miami, they says Devontae Smith. I truly believe that they'll get him and uh Tua back together. Then the Lions, they got him or Waddle. I got Waddle or Devontae Smith, and I think if, just in case he don't get picked. But I believe Waddle will be there. And if they don't get Waddle, then boom. Who'd they have Chase right going to? Um they don't even have Chase in the top ten. Sheesh, boy. I, I ain't woo. They don't. Tough. They do not have That's him in the top tough. I don't know, man. I, I think Chase is going to be a stud. Me too, bro. Yeah. I agree with you, bro. That's, that's, that's tough, bro. They man. don't even have this man in the top 10. I'm, I'm still looking. Uh, they don't even have him. Wow. They don't even have him top 15. That's crazy. Oh, my God. Yeah, they keep they constantly keep having Devontae Smith, Jalen Waddle, just in case these guys. Uh, but Jeez, they don't have space in this in this area. I, I I'm shocked too, man. I am. That's crazy. I'm shocked That's too. crazy. Mm. So, well, what are, what are your thoughts about them forty times? You saw those. 40s. There's been a ton of like high forty times. I don't know if it's because we've been having to rely on, on pro days, you know, the stopwatches, or if it's because you know we, we don't have the, we don't have it's those laser times, man. So yeah. I, I don't know. It's kind of juiced. It feels like this year. It is juiced. I saw a one guy run a four three. And that man looked like he ran a four six, so yeah, I, I'm not. I, so, but forty times don't matter anyway. It's about route running and people fall in love with them. I don't know, man. It, yeah, you, hey, know. ask some of them players; it'll get you some money, and then <laughs> it'll get you. It'll get you money. I mean, yeah. Go all right. Go ask John Ross. What's the last? That's what I'm got? saying. John Ross is the man that comes to mind. There's a reason he got drafted so high. It's because of that forty time he did. That's so dumb. Man, man, that's well, just running else? one time as fast as you can. Like that, that, I, that, 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 that's not real. 
I know. That's not real. That's like a fighter. That's like a fighter saying, punch this, punch this thing right here as hard as you can. Oh my God, he punched it so hard. Yeah, yeah. yeah but you still gotta connect. Just like in receipt, you still gotta catch. You still gotta run the route correct. There's a Man. lot more to it than just that. Jerry Rice was the fastest, and he's known as the greatest. No. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. Now, I agree with you. This It's been kind of juiced. I mean, them boys have been talking, you know, Kobe and Jacob in the group chat. They've been talking trash about these 40 times of Jamar Chase and stuff. So, we'll we'll see how they go. I mean, who knows? Maybe Mac Jones didn't really run a 4-8. I mean, but it did look pretty fast yeah. for Mac Jones. I don't know. I mean, That is. That's, that's nice speed, though. That is some yeah. nice speed if he did run that. That is some nice speed. Yeah. So speaking of, I guess um, I don't know some some of these college football prospects. I thought it was interesting. I mean, we can we can cover this one pretty briefly. I mean, by the time you guys are listening to this today, um, you know this the national championship will have been over. It's it's happening tonight as we're speaking. Um, you know, it's happening on Monday night, April the fifth. But Torres, there was a big shot that happened this weekend. Uh, a great game, a, an instant classic, if you will. And I was able to catch, um, you know, pretty much most of the second half. I was able to watch a little bit of the first. Um, I was helping work at the, the hockey game. Uh, but Gonzaga ended up pulling it out late in the game, man. UCLA was – they played – I got to give it to them, man. And you you said it too. You said they were, they were going to play it tough, bro. I told but, you. And, 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 you know, I should have – I should I should have known. I mean, I knew they were probably – the the spread was 14 and a half. It was 14 and a half. And that I said, ridiculous. Tyler, that's hard. That's hard, man. You made it this far. Both teams, you gotta remember when both teams make it that far, you gotta it's be gonna be righty hard. I don't care what seating you good. are. It's gonna be hard. Exactly. You're good in some aspects. Yeah. It's gonna be really hard for me somebody for somebody to get blown out by 15 points. That's hard, man. Yeah, that's why I was like in, in the spread, you had to take UCLA now. It felt like you still a dollar winning, but you had to, bro. Yeah, nah, it, it felt like a safe bet, man. And um, you know, UCLA battled, bro. Like they, they, they were hitting shot after shot after shot. Uh, Gonzaga was screwing themselves with the the free throws they were missing. And then you get down to the end of the game, it ends up going to overtime. I was like, yeah, this is this is probably gonna go to overtime. They didn't even get a good shot off um, before you know the end of regulation. And then sure enough, man, overtime was like can't miss. Uh, you got Johnny Juzang, like UCLA star player. Uh, goes up for a shot, misses, grabs his own rebound, puts it back in, and we got literally seconds left in the game. They inbound it. Jalen Suggs ends up getting the ball, comes down court, bang, off the backboard, <laughs> three to win the ball game, bro. Um, nuts, man, nuts. And the reason I say, speaking of college football, is because after the game, too, like he instantly got a ton of hype. You know, of course, everybody yeah. was watching this. They ended up bringing out his high school tape of football. Have you seen that? His his high I school. I did see it. I did crazy see it. stuff. He had offers. He had offers from Georgia and Ohio State. And some people was asking, how the heck you pick Gonzaga basketball over Georgia and Ohio State football? But as they say, as a, as a, as a fan, yeah, I'd rather watch football. Yeah. But as a career man, it ain't even hard to pick. No. <laughs> Go no. basketball, boy. Safer, bro. You don't got to deal with the CT. Exactly. You know, More you ain't got to have all these concessions. Yeah. So, yeah, they did rise his stock up, you know, even though he, as I'm looking at the stats now, he didn't even have the better game. I mean, Drew Timmy had a great game. He did. Uh, your AIA, he yeah. had a better game. So, but but he made the game win the shot. He so, did. He did. Matter, so. He's awesome, man. I, I'm wondering, dude, it's going to be crazy looking at all these. Um, I'm telling you, because the reason I picked Gonzaga to win it all is because of all these stars they got, man. It's just like 
They've got stud after stud after stud on that team. So I'm, I'm, it's going to be fun come NBA draft time seeing how many of these guys go in the first round. It feels like it's a safe bet that at least, you know, four guys go in the first round, I feel like. So three or four yeah. guys at least, at least. So, um, well, before, I mean, you know, we, we, before, um, you know, the national championship, I think we should go ahead and make our picks. Go ahead. Know? Hey, whatever we make here, man, it's going to stand. So, I mean. It, it will stand. There will be I no mean, change. You're right. Who did you pick? Well, I know we, we kind of jumped last time. Who did you pick last time when we were, we were counting our way through? You had Baylor. I had Baylor all the way. Yeah. Ever since the tournament started. They look good, said, man. They look yeah. really good. I had, well, I had Baylor versus Kansas um, in my national championship. But obviously, they didn't even make it past the Elite Eight. Nah. So, uh, right now, I got – so, it's Baylor and uh, Gonzaga, and no doubt about it, man. Give me Baylor versus uh, – yeah. Give me yeah. Baylor versus Gonzaga. Yeah. I mean, uh, stupid, Finney. Give me Gonzaga to beat Baylor. Oh, Gonzaga, Gonzaga to beat, beat Baylor. Baylor. I, I take in Gonzaga to beat Baylor. Yeah, I picked okay. Baylor make it all the way, but I didn't pick him to win the national championship. I thought Kansas was going to win. I don't know, man. Give me Gonzaga um, to win it. Gonzaga's coming in as four and a half point favorites right now. And, and, and you know, rightfully so, I feel like, well, not, not exactly rightfully so. I mean, obviously they've been the big favorite, you know, this whole tournament. It feels like everybody's been, you know, riding that chalk um, with them. But you got, ba- I don't know, man, part of me wants to take Baylor here. I feel like Baylor can actually, you know, make this thing happen. I mean, Timmy's going to be, Tim, Timmy's yeah. just there's such a big presence down low. And I don't know if Baylor can necessarily match that, but they got some they got some studs too, bro. Like they they got some they got some players, some pros on Baylor as well. So um I don't know, man. I'm I'm gonna stick with Gonzaga, I guess, since I picked them like in pretty much yeah, in all my brackets actually I picked Gonzaga to win it all. Um, but uh Baylor, man, I'm not gonna be shocked if they end up pulling this one out. They get they got a I'm not gonna, team. They play really well yeah. together. I'm not gonna lie to you. I mean, Baylor, you know, they only got two losses and then throughout this entire tournament. Their closest game was by eight points. That was the Arkansas. So uh nine yeah. points, take that back. So they they really are blowing teams out in this tournament. Blew out Villanova, yeah. beat Arkansas, like like I said, by nine, blew out Houston, wasn't that close. So Gonzaga's gonna have a tough ten, a tough um fight on their hands. It's gonna be it should be a good national championship game. So I'll definitely be watching this game after I get out of training. I'm gonna watch some of it. Oh yeah, I'm going to watch all the tacos. I'm so late, man. Nine, nine forty something. I'm getting old, bro. Yeah. I'm getting old. Yeah. I can't. I can't, I can't stay up that late no more, man. Jesus, man. Man, yeah. Um. Well, speaking of college basketball, while we're on this, I, I was going to get your take. I mean, uh, we saw it the other day too. Roy Williams, legendary head coach. You know, mm. he's done some great stuff at UNC in Kansas. He ended up uh retiring but there was some some funny stuff going along and, and shout out to zach friend of the show i uh, saw him the other night and he was bringing it up to me i didn't even know some of this stuff but he was like because i saw because uh i think i told you this but i worked the georgia high school um association i worked the state championship for basketballs last year i was just handing out stats to some of the media members out there got paid 20 bucks a game easy money you know and i got i got to watch basketball front row so I saw a lot of good guys. One of the guys I watched was uh, was Walker Kessler, uh, seven foot, like I think he's seven foot one white boy for uh, play, went on to play for UNC. He was at Woodward Academy. He recently entered the transfer portal, and uh, I think it I think Zach told me that Jim Beheim, coach of the Syracuse Orange, he came out and said that him leaving is one of the reasons, or it is the reason that um, that Roy Williams is retiring now. So I thought that was kind of. Crazy. Wow. Yeah, that's that's really something like that would be said. I don't know. Mm. What do you think about Roy retiring? 
Well, the way you, since you put it that way, that makes it really interesting. I'm not going to lie mm-hmm. to you. Um, yeah, that's, uh, hey, I mean, yeah, I remember Roy, Roy Williams is a uh, freaking pinnacle in all, not, not just North Carolina, in all of college basketball. I mean, yeah. this man, he had a hand in, when Jordan was there, he had a hand in the national championships, you know, in the 90s, had a hand in the championship. I mean, yeah, I remember he was a part of that, you know, one of the greatest games a lot of people call in college basketball history when uh, uh, they Villanova played North Carolina. You know, yes. he had his hand. I mean, uh, come on, man. North Carolina, I remember the time with the, what Tyler Hansborough. What's oh, I loved him. Dude, loved those Hansborough. years. Yeah, you remember those robberies when oh, Austin yeah. Rivers and those boys and all oh, those yeah. guys going at it? Those used to be the best years. Of North I loved North it, man. That was fun. Years. Fun those stuff, bro. Fun. Yeah, I used to watch those all the time, man. So, um, I mean – the North Carolina teams, every year you had to always pick that North Carolina is always going to be in the mix. Very rare were there a time it wasn't in the mix. Uh, yeah. in the mix. Yeah. And, um, man, he's the only coach in history to have 400 wins at two different schools. I mean, this man, he has won three national championships, more than 900 games, and retired after 18 seasons and 33 seasons as a coach. I mean – it's crazy, man. And uh, I look at this, bro, and I and I sit here and say, he's, he's a great. I mean, he's a he's a top ten coach all time in college basketball. If not top five, you can make a case. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of great coaches in college basketball. I'm gonna tell you something about that. I mean, that if that if you had to do it, you literally that would be a tough one to do. Um, but he is up there. He's one of the greatest of all times as a great greatest coach. is the John Wooden. And then you got, you know, everybody yeah. else kind of below him. I mean, who, yeah, everybody's that, below him. is it the North Carolina guy they used to have there? Um, Dean, Dean, yeah, Smith. Dean, Dean Smith. Yeah. And then you got, um, you got coach uh, K coach K of course uh, you could uh, say Dan Tony or whatever, or not. What's his name? The, the, the Michigan state one, well, not Dan Tony. It's a, uh, uh, he's good, but I don't, is, I don't know. Is he in like a, I mean, he's a great, but he's, he's been like decent. Old. Yeah, I don't know if I'd call him all, but he's he's up there. I mean, throughout our years, um, what's that guy that used to, the Indiana coach he used to throw the chairs? Oh, I remember that. Um, uh, is, that? Bobby Knight, Bobby Knight, Bob Knight. Yeah, Jim Boheim, John yep. Calipari, Calipari. Tim Izzo. That's who you were talking about. Tim yeah, Izzo, Izzo. Not yeah, Dan. I'm thinking of their football coach, Dan Tony. Football coach. Yeah, I know you're talking about. Oh yeah, uh, Coach K. Yeah. I mean, Jim Calhoun, you know, for UConn. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, like you said, Bob Knight. Uh, Adolph, I mean, Adolph Rupp. Adolph Rupp, yeah, in the Kentucky. Yeah, all Kentucky. the old Kentucky ones, yeah. yeah. Jim Balbano, I guess you could say, for North Carolina That's State. right. That's yeah. another one. That's right. Yeah. There's a there's a good bit, man. It's, it's fun. Like, the, a lot of people, they won't give college basketball the time of day. But really, y'all, if yeah. you really actually – like, don't get me wrong. I'm not sitting here studying this stuff all through the regular season because, trust me, I, I don't have time for that. Like, I really don't. I can watch some of them here and there, but really – like you gotta appreciate March Madness. It is truly like gotcha. I'm telling you, it is something crazy. It, it brings out just madness, man. Like needless to say, it's just it's just crazy, and I, I love it. There's something great great about it, and um, there's all this folklore like we're talking about. You know, you can bring up all these old guys, and you know, people just remember them, and they're just gonna live down in history. I love it. Yeah, and 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 they're incredible. I mean, they get things named after them, stadiums, uh, arenas. Yeah. Uh, so. I'm excited, man. I am truly excited to see this stuff, and uh, can't wait, man. I can, I mean, well, in 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 the aspect of him, 
Uh, I know he's excited that he is retired mm-hmm. and uh, retiring. This is the end. I think it should, it's probably the end for sure with him. I, I would assume. I oh yeah, he's know. not coaching nowhere else. No, he's, he's getting up coaching. there. He's getting way up there in age. I feel like he yeah. he, fell, he fell out in one of the games this year. Like they had, they had to like really push. yeah. So he's 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 yeah. It's probably about time. But I mean. I'd hate to be that guy. Yeah, and the guy that they're talking 70. about, Walker Kessler, they're talking about he's interested in maybe – his dad actually played at Georgia, the the kid that tra- is transferring, but he's looking at Gonzaga and Auburn, I think, are the two favorites to kind of land him right now. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I, that's not a bad school at all. I mean, you got to remember yeah. this. that He's that man, dude. I mean, he's that guy. So, yeah, yeah. you know, I'm going to miss the Royal Williams versus Coach K robberies. And True. that's how you know a robbery is good when you got two teams like Duke and North Carolina and they're literally tied for tied and wins and be tied for tied and points. That's some crazy stuff. That's awesome. So, uh, that's awesome. Yeah, and they're so, saying the uh, the assistant coach, their longtime assistant coach, he's going to step into that head coaching role. So, that's, that's uh, the latest. Herbert Davis. Yeah. Yeah, Herbert Davis. Davis. Herbert Davis, something like that, yeah. Yeah, so – it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be exciting to see what uh's the future for North Carolina. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, man, I mean, you know, the more you look at it, and another thing that's been uh, you know, happening slightly throughout sports is uh, is uh, Aaron Rodgers, he was the oh, host yeah. for Jeopardy. So that was an interesting thing. You've been saying and, that. Uh, yeah, he, he's the full time host. Oh no, he's for two weeks. Back. He said he. He would love to be the full-time host. I take that back. He ain't gonna do so, that. He's got football to play. Yeah, he gotta play football. But he said uh-huh. he would enjoy it. And I'll, I mean, I bet Aaron Rodgers was like a smart guy for he real. College, so he always does good in those uh, the athlete ones. They always do. They always do some athlete jeopardies mm-hmm. every year. He's always they one do. of the top ones every year. He is. And then they also had a little thing on Twitter. ESPN posted it. So if you had to play LeBron James one on one. But you get LeBron James. You I tell you back. You get LeBron James' body with your basketball skills, while LeBron James gets your body with his basketball skills. Who would win? And I said this, boy, y'all don't want to mess with my fadeaway. Boom, boom, boom. I ain't gonna lie. I mean, y'all remember the man is six foot eight, six foot nine, dude. Look, his body, two hundred and fifty pounds. You could be good, you could be bad, but I'm five seven, y'all. That man yeah. can do whatever. I don't care how good my skills are. Like, just hold the ball up. I can jump a little bit. I do have long arms. Uh-huh. So you better not. You, you better watch out. But that that's that's just, that's just like a little fun comparison. There's no way. Uh, I don't I don't see LeBron James at in a Torres Finney body. No. To beat Torrance Finney and LeBron James. Uh-oh. What about you, Tyler? Same, man. Same. There's no way. Like, if I, it, it would be fun to do that for a day, I guess, you know, be able to dunk, you know, and stuff. Cause I feel like at 6'9, it's kind of hard not to kind of dunk, you know. I feel like it's kind of mm-hmm. like right there, it gets easier for you. Um, so that'd be fun. I've never dunked in my life, but that'd be fun. And I, <laughs> I have seen your signature fadeaway. I think it's uh, every now and then it'll go around on the Snapchat universe of you getting it over uh, Andrew Collins. Oh, Andrew. Yeah, Andrew. Yeah, Andrew. Yeah. Y'all don't want to talk some trash about Collins. me playing basketball, but yet I beat him one-on-one. Yep. Back to back to back to back to back to yep. back to back. So I don't want to ever hear him talk about it. No, no, but no, I, I got me a nice little three-point shot. I can I can do some layups, you know what I'm saying? Adding the dunk Wait. to it. I feel like I'd be okay. So no, it's gotta be that that one. And no, yeah, yeah, it would definitely be that for me. 
Well, since we're on basketball, we can talk about DeMar- DeMarcus Cousins. I mean, yeah. you got to remember, DeMarcus Cousins has now, he is finally uh, signed a 10-day contract with the uh, Los Angeles Clippers. So we did talk about that already early in our former show, mm-hmm. and we talked about this potentially. What could this mean? And I ain't going to lie to you, a DeMarcus Cousins that can finally probably help the inside game of the Clippers, hey, it means something. And, yes, we did just see the Clippers just beat the Lakers uh, not too long ago. No, nobody was at full strength. I understand that. But because we always beat the Lakers, regardless if they feel strength or not. But um, and then I'm, I'm going to be honest with you now on this one, Tyler. When is LeBron James and Anthony Davis going to get back? Because you can't – because constantly, I mean, they're, they're taking some L's here and there. It's, it's, not, it's not bad. They're winning. The, they're winning the ones that they need to win. Like they're beating the easy team. If they lose to them, then yeah, we're in trouble. But I don't know. I am a little scared. I mean, I hope they can get back. I don't want them rushing it. I don't want them rushing it though. I'd rather them be good for playoffs because I feel like once you're in playoffs, it's just that's a whole other season in itself. You kind of just go from there. But I, I don't know. Like you said, man, it is kind of scary. Looking into it and seeing how long they're taking. That that's that's a fact. I'm about to say the Trailblazers are a half a game behind and the Mavericks are three games behind. Yeah. And the Lakers, they better they better get some guys back. Because you don't want to play that game too much. I mean, next they play the Raptors, they should beat them. Then they got the Heat on Thursday. I don't know about that. Yeah. Then they got the, the Nets on Saturday. I don't truly know about that. Nope. Knicks, they're a good team now. They are a good team. So Hornets. You know, Celtics, Jazz, they got Jazz back-to-back in April, Mavericks back-to-back, Magics, Wizards. I mean, schedule is starting to rise up a little bit, man. There's a lot yeah, of good teams. I know. Yeah. It's... I, now, I don't, now, I'm not sitting here talking about them missing playoff. They're not going to miss playoff. But I am saying taking a lower seed. Back, I mean, home court advantage is really not much right now. Well, the, the thing would be here is them dodging that play-in tournament thing where – Eighth, I think it's like this. But you got to be eighth seed, right? Seventh and eighth, I think, are both eligible for that. Well, yeah. lot for you. Well, the Mavs are three games behind. I know. So if that's, that's I didn't know the seventh. That's the only thing I don't want because you know I just don't want to play extra games. You know, I'd really just go straight into it. You know, so that's that's the one thing you're you're playing just to not be in. But I, I don't know. We'll see, man. Um, it's. Time is just taking so long on these things. It just feels like it's been forever since we've seen Anthony Davis. Feels like we've been, you know, it already feels like it's been a while since we've seen LeBron. Andre Drummond, he got hurt like his first game, you know, with the team. He ended up getting his toes stepped on and lost his toenail or something like that. That's awful. But uh, it's just one thing after another, man. It, it reminds me of our Bulldogs, bro. Sad. Yeah. I mean, but I will say, if you're talking about a Bulldog, I mean, look at the Hawks. The Hawks have been playing really a really good basketball lately. Um, you know, they just beat – they beat the Spurs in overtime. They beat the Pelicans, and they just beat the Warriors. They're on a three-game winning streak, and now they're the fourth overall team in the – I mean, in the uh, – in the uh, in the Eastern Conference um, right now. So, in the Eastern Conference, the Hawks are the fourth seed. Yeah, they've been um, – Yeah, I mean, you got to remember four through eight, basically four all the way – yeah, four through eight is, you know, a toss-up with anybody in the East. But they're right there. Obviously, we know the top three teams, 76ers, Nets, and Bucks in the East. We know how they, what they're bringing to the table. Mm-hmm. A lot of those guys still look good. I mean, it's that type of season. And I think a lot of guys are going to do that. A lot of guys are going to rest everybody until it's time, you know, because I don't think a lot of these guys even worrying about this regular season. I think a lot of people are understanding that 
man, I just need to win enough games to get my team there. Yeah. Because everybody's everybody, because once you get there, it's gonna depend then whoever the most healthiest team is who usually wins. Heck, Joel and B have played in a hot minute. Kevin, obviously, I, I believe this. Kevin Durant's healthy. I believe Kevin Durant's yeah, healthy. They're saying he's supposed to be back this week. They're saying KD and Joe Joel played, I think, Saturday. But but the thing is, they they immediately rested the day after him and Cat. I was about to say he didn't play yesterday. Yeah, him and Carl Anthony Towns, they were going at it the other night. They were grabbing each other and stuff on on drives mm. to the rim. Yeah, so that it's uh, it's getting up there. Oh well, but like I well, that's it. That 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 really what what it always been. Whoever's the most healthiest, whoever's the healthiest yeah. team deep in the playoff usually is who goes far. Yeah. Um, obviously, skill and, you know, being uh, united as a team is a factor as well. But yeah, we all know whoever's the healthiest is usually who wins. So that's that's going to be a big piece. I can't wait to see how this all affects everyone else throughout the NBA. But it's, it's looking really good, though. It's looking really good. I can't wait to see some of these playoff games. Playoff starts, what, at the beginning of May? Man, yeah, I believe so. May's going to be a big month, man. That's going to be fun to watch. That's oh going to be God. fun to watch. Yeah, NBA playoffs. That's going to be something. I'm I'm interested. I'm, I'm, I mean, obviously, playoff rolls around. I'm all in it, bro. I'm staying up watching all these games, man. Yeah, well, yeah, they're saying that the, the playing tournament is May 18th through the 21st, and then you got the playoffs literally starting May 22nd. Wow. Wow. We're really getting there, bro. We're really getting there. We are. We are really getting there. This is going to be Jeez. good. Jeez. Well, um, another thing I was going to tell you about, I mean, of a lot of people that really don't know, is that uh, we can talk about how uh, Kevin Holland is stepping back in. He's stepping in um, to fight Marvin Vettatore um, because uh, Darren Till, he, uh, I think he uh, popped his shoulder out. Uh, so he tore his shoulder. And he's yeah. out against Marvin Vettori. So Kevin Holland is stepping in, as we all remember, uh, was it three weeks ago he yeah, had an awful showing. So he said he's not going to talk as much in between rounds. He said he's going to talk, but he ain't going to talk as much. And Marvin Vettori, as a lot of people don't know, is a really good fighter. He's actually the closest fighter a lot of people before Israel lost, but the closest fighter to beating Israel. Um, besides Kevin Gaslam, because I thought he almost mm. beat him as well. But he, he lost to Israel by split decision. Ever since he lost to Israel, he has won four fights in a row, beating Carl Robinson and Jack Romanson. So uh, him being Kevin Holland is big. I mean, you get a fifth win in a row. I mean, hey, that'll be a big win for you. So it'll be really interesting to see Marvin Vittori and Kevin Holland. I'm not going to lie. I think uh, he think gets that. I think Holland might redeem himself, man. He's got to. I feel like he's I'm, got to. Yeah, is, does Vittori normally take guys down to the ground a good bit? He really does. He's a stand-up guy. Well, if he doesn't he do that, then yeah, I'll give Holland all the chances in the world. Obviously, we saw Holland's weakness, and that's just taking that man to the ground. Now. Yeah, taking the man to the ground. He can wrestle, though. He will do it if he has to. Now he, he, he so we'll he's see. good on the ground. We'll see if he does it. But he, he like he likes to he likes to fight, bro. He's a brawler. Yeah. He's a brawler. So I don't know, man. That's gonna be tough. And you remember, you remember Vettori, you thought for a minute, Vettori and Hermanson had Hermanson. fight of the year. It yeah. was good. It was good. Right. You know, he's a I wanted Hermanson to win that thing. I like I just I don't know. I've always kind of picked up on Hermanson and I've really liked him. So I hated seeing him lose, but 
Vittori, Vittori pulled that one out, man. He really did. He did. He did. So it's gonna be a really good uh it's gonna be a really good fight. And then we all know about John Jones, you know, constantly talking about his money. And uh as, as, he, he, as he as he should, as he should. Um, I, I'm not gonna downplay the man because if the man wants 50, 50 million dollars. I mean, I can't sit here and say no, he can't, he shouldn't want that because the reason why he has never lost a fight. He might have a one loss on that record, but that was by disqualification to a guy he was beating the devil out of. Mm-hmm. He, he just did a, a 12 to 6 elbow when you're not allowed to instead of a, you know, a, a side elbow and just got him disqualified. But he was beating the guy's tail anyway. Yeah. So John Jones has never lost a fight. And basically, a lot of people deem him as the greatest of all time in the MMA, in any mixed martial art, in any promotion, going against the scariest human being on the face of the planet. When you want some money for that, yeah, I mean, I, I want to see it bad. I, I want to see it bad, but we do have an opportunity because they said reports came out today that the UFC will now be targeting Derek Lewis versus Francis Naganu for the heavyweight championship of the world. My God, let me let me wow. let me tell you something here now, bro. If these guys fight here, bro. Oh, my goodness. Because everybody talked about their first fight. Their first fight was boring. It was awful. It was probably one of the worst fights in UFC history. Now that these guys, now that Francis want to redeem himself against, he wants Lewis as well. He wants Lewis and Jones. But he wants Lewis to redeem himself. Lewis wants Francis to put an end to that. And plus, Lewis is trying to become, he's only had one shot at the world title, and he lost. He lost to Daniel Cormier. He wants that rematch. He wants that chance to redeem himself as well. Those guys are going to be trying to knock each other out. They, they both know they got power. Yeah. Lord, do they got power. <laughs> Who can sneak it in there, though? Who can sneak it That's, in? Woo! Who can take them? Who's got the chin? That's another thing. That's the, that actually is the real question. Yeah. Who actually got the chin? Yeah. You're right. Wow. See, that's what's scary. When you get a guy like Derrick Lewis and Francis Nagano throwing head kicks, what the freak? That's, that's scary. <laughs> that's scary, bro. Like they say, that shouldn't happen. That shouldn't happen. They like they say with the referee. They said, uh, if the referee had to jump in between them, who gonna stop this? Who gonna stop them from it? If like when they did their weight, they did their face off a few years ago, and they start and Derek Lewis pushed them, and Francis came back at him. Bro, it took almost the whole security guard in the building. To make sure those two guys can, because who gonna stop them? Who gonna stop them? Who I, gonna stop them? <laughs> bro, I, I don't know who would. <laughs> Tyler, imagine us trying to hold up, Francis. Hold up, <laughs> get knocked out, bro. Get, yeah, I'm, I'm get out of my way. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm getting knocked out. I'm going. To, yeah, I'm going to sleep too. <laughs> no chance. No chance. Hey. Yeah, no matter how, how good, how much you fight, hey, all it takes uh, is one. <laughs> Even Steve, Steve ain't been fighting longer than I have. You see how he took those punches? Like, man. So it's going to be really interesting to see what happens. Also, we all know in three weeks coming up is Jorge Masvidal versus Usman. Oh, yeah. Um, that's a big-time fight. First time ever with crowds. That's going to be really interesting to see. Um uh, what's that girl's name? Freak. Zhang Wang Lee. Yeah, Zhang Wang Lee. Versus Rose Yamanunas. That's going to be a really That'd good fight good. as well. And then you got Jessica Andrade versus uh, Valentina Shevchenko. So that's going to be really good as well. Good, so good uh, women's fights right there. 
He has some really good women. That's really is. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, it's very it's very rare that they are really evenly matched up in a lot of women. I'm not gonna lie, in women's fight, it's hard for them to really match up the mm-hmm. women's evenly because uh, it's either you got this girl that is that good, and then you got a girl that can probably compete. Mm-hmm. Like in the lower level ranks, all over me even. But when you get to Valentina, when you get to like, heck, Zhang Wang Lee, heck, yeah. we all know Amanda. Amanda so, Nunez, yeah. yeah so, those it's literally like, well, we know they're gonna win. So what's the next fight? You know, because yeah, there's no. There's literally, I saw how they kept trying to build up the promo for Amanda Nunes and that other girl to fight. And I'm like, y'all can build this up all you want. We already she, know what's going on. We already know <laughs> exactly. Happen, right. so, My God, it's no competition. No competition. Literally, there's literally no competition. And everybody want to see her fight Valentina again, but she already beat Valentina twice. So. Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't see how that happens. So, somebody else is going to uh, come into the to the realm that actually can do something that we just don't know about yet. So That's what I'm saying. Exactly. What's going exactly. To say, but yeah. Well, man, anything else you want to cover here before we uh, break down the show? Uh no, man. I mean, look, you know, we are heading more into the off season. Yeah. Parts of uh of fighting. Uh, I'm not fighting of all sports. Yeah. Uh, you know, we all we you know right now we're in the spring area of uh, football. Um, you know, FCS is still going on. Um, yeah, you know, yeah. my school UTC they just uh, officially put uh, the nail in the coffin on the spring season. There won't be no longer playing. They opted out. They played four spring games. Now they opted out. Uh, so it's going to be uh, interesting. In a good way or like a bad way? Like was this because? Well, coach was. Coach was literally he was going to opt out. They said in the quarters of play on the team, they were going to opt out regardless. But um, the way it looks, I mean, when UTC played Mercer, they played only but their third and fourth string guys. All starters were out. All starters on offense and defense, and they lost to Mercer by seven points. So now it's so funny because Mercer on their social media and their players are like we made UTC opt out. Nah, yeah, come on. Nah, literally, because there was Mercer literally was the worst team. And, and to be honest, and literally UTC just beat now nah, they didn't beat the best team in the SOCOM, but they beat two of the best. They beat Furman and they beat Wofford back to back. So they beat, beat Furman, Wofford, and Sanford. Usually some of the top teams in the SOCON. They beat yeah, all man. three of them. But then when you play the worst team in the SOCON and your third and fourth string lose by seven, there's no way I can sit there and say trash talk like that. Nah. But they did. So hey. You know what it is, but yeah, UTC opted out. I see a lot of other teams potentially opting out as well. They still have to stand there trying to have an FCS national championship, so I don't know how that type of stuff will work for real. But uh, because a lot of these guys they got to turn back around and play in the fall, so true, true. You you know, these extra games that we already talk about with the NFL, they're not needed, so yeah, see see how it is. It's a good point you bring up the spring ball because I'm interested just to see how these roster shake out like you get to see some of this these young talent that college football teams have just recruited and stuff i like seeing the young guys come in seeing what we got like depth wise you know whatever your team is you know whether you're georgia fan alabama auburn georgia tech whatever you know florida state i hear they're on the come up so it, it's gonna be fun just seeing mm. the makeup of the team who's doing what what we're looking at moving into the season so i'm, I'm gonna be keeping my eye on that and of course you know, we got the draft later this month, bro. Like, it's literally like the end of this month, we got the draft coming up. So, that's going to have to be a big episode. We're we'll about to do a, a mock draft thing at some point. That'll be fun. When, when is the NFL? I mean, not, well, when is the uh, when is Georgia's uh, spring game? 
That is on the 17th, I believe. I I may not be able to watch that one. I'll be at a wedding in Florida, but I'm definitely going to be able to watch that thing on uh, YouTube later on. So I'm going to be, I'm going to be checking that out, but some fun stuff happening with them. There's a lot of stuff shaking out. We got some risers, you know, some from what I've been keeping up, we got some, some guys at the wide receiver position that are kind of showing out and, Okay. Um, you know, the big transfer, Tyke Smith coming in from West Virginia, that's big. He's more, arguably one of the better defensive backs in the nation from last year. He's going to come in and start right away, I feel like, you know. So that 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 was key. That's like one of the biggest, like, transfer portal things we probably could have done. So other than that, we probably need a wide receiver just with all the depth we've, you know, George Pickens. And now we got Jermaine Burton and Arion Smith, you know, kind of banged up. So we'll, we'll see where we get with that. But. I'm looking forward to it, bro. It's going to be fun. Me too, bro. I'm excited. I can't wait. Yes. Well, guys, thank you so much for listening in. As always, we appreciate it, guys. Continue to show that support. Follow us over there on Twitter at the TNT Podcast, over on Instagram at TT underscore podcast. Give us those likes, those retweets, those shares. Share it to your story, your fleets, whatever it is. And give us a, you know, give us a subscription or a listen over on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google, anywhere you can listen to them. All right, guys. But, uh, but yeah. As always, thank you so much, and we will see you next time. Boom, boom.